All right, everyone, we welcome Coach DeBoer to the stage. Uh, as a reminder, he'll give some opening comments, then we'll open it up for Q&A. We have the microphone in the back of the room, so uh, if you have a question, please go to the mic and ask it in there. State your name and affiliation, and, and please speak up so uh, he can hear you. All right, Coach, go ahead. <laughs> all right, thank you. Good morning, and uh, it's great to see all of you here. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you uh, for spreading the message of Husky football as well as the Pac-12. And... Uh, I know, um, you know, we're excited for this season. Our staff has uh, worked tirelessly since uh, coming in uh, mid-December to, to January, uh, building our team. We've, we've had a great off-season from uh, winter workouts to spring football, and now again, summer workouts. Uh, I think we're certainly a team that uh, is a lot stronger, faster, uh, leaner, and uh, those are things that, uh, you know, in the development of our, of our current roster were important. We've brought in a few... Uh, few players that I think will be difference makers and uh, looking forward to, to really bringing it together here this fall. Um, I think every day we continue to grow and uh, have a mindset that, uh, you know, where we're gaining more confidence, uh, belief in what we're accomplishing and doing and who we can be, who we can be down the road. So uh, great leadership uh, from President Kause to our athletic director, Jen Cohen. Um, appreciate all the support. Uh, it's really made the transition uh, very seamless. Um, it's been been awesome getting to meet the people there at uh, in Seattle, and uh, we're really looking forward to a great fall. So, um, looking forward. To any questions? All right. Anyone who has any questions, please go ahead and step over to the mic and uh, state your name and affiliation, and please speak up. Thank you. Kevin, how are you? Good morning. I had a question actually about the 23 schedule. And the reason why I ask is because USC is presently on your schedule, but the conference hasn't decided what the schedule will be. So my question to you is, given that it will be one of their last years in the league, are you intent on keeping the USC game on the 2023 schedule for Washington? Yeah, I mean, that is a question I hadn't even thought of, hadn't looked ahead of. At, uh, and uh, I mean, we're just really honestly focused on this year, um, trying to just uh, to, to get our feet underneath, underneath of us as a new staff and, uh, and growing this program. And so, um, you know, there's parts of the 2022 schedule I haven't even really thought of. Uh, and, you know, we're worried about week one, um, I think next year, and, uh, you know, um, we're going to play that Pac 12 schedule and, and whatever it be. So, uh, you know, I haven't really looked forward to the 2023 season that much. Hey, Coach, how's it going? Lars Hansen with Cascadia Sports. What have you seen from your quarterbacks, all three of them, Sam, Michael, and Dylan, this summer? Because you wanted them to see some leadership. Just what have you seen from them that you have been able to see? Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's obviously a, a big part of uh, any football program. And, and in our offense, uh, the quarterback position is, is the driver. And, uh, you know, Michael Penix uh, comes uh, to us uh, from Indiana where, you know, I coached with him for one year so. Systematically, he understands what we do, and um, you know that was an easy transition for him during spring ball. Um, you see him uh, being able to coach guys up and being a little more confident in that. Uh, I think uh, in those workouts that we had, uh, those 15 practices. Um, as far as the other two that uh, obviously were already on the roster, you know, uh, Dylan. Um, you know, again, I have only got the 15 practices to go off of in the film. But he's taking a lot of snaps, you know, in a Husky uniform. And, you know, it's cool hearing uh, the guys that uh, are on the team and hearing them talk about how much they see Dylan's improvement 
uh, from last year already to where we're at now. And uh, that's only continued to, to happen and develop. And then, you know, you got the up-and-comer. You got Sam, um, you know, and Sam Heward took a few snaps again last year um, uh, or last year. And, uh, you know, his ceiling, um, he's probably the furthest away from his ceiling just because uh, he's younger and uh, hasn't taken as many snaps that the other two have. And so every day his growth is, uh, you know, the one that probably and will continue to be the, the most extreme um, each and every day. And so uh, it's fun seeing those guys. Uh, they got great, they're great high character guys. Um, they understand, uh, you know, it's a battle amongst all three of them. But first and foremost, um, our team comes first and, and they all want to be the leader uh, and the guy that takes the first snap uh, on September 3rd. Um, and are doing a great job of uh, doing it in a united way. Hey, hey, Coach. Uh, Michael Matthew here at TGN Sports. Uh, what do you think you guys are doing? You know, you guys have been able to churn out some really top-notch uh, defensive backs these last few years. You had guys like Sidney Jones, Marcus Peters, uh, Trent McDuffie last year. What do you think you guys, uh, as far as coaching, are doing to, you know, uh, maximize your talent uh, in the defensive backfield? Yeah, you know, and being a new staff, I can't sit and sit here in, in front of you all and take credit for that. Um, mm -hmm. That's something that I think is just a, you know, um, the, the, the DBU mantra has been something that's uh, um, been strong, and uh, the coaching staffs that have come before me um, have done a great job of, first of all, recruiting that talent and developing that talent. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to feed off of that. And the, fortunately, the players that we have returning uh, that we need to fill in, a Kyler Gordon, a Trent McDuffie um, position, you know, they saw what it looked like. And, uh, you know, um, they work every day to, to be those same players. Um, not that they, um, those are easy shoes to fill, but, uh, you know, um, our staff is excited about who we have. And um, I'm excited that uh, these guys have had the experience to see those great players that you're talking about. And uh, we got to continue to make it DBU in the future. James Crepia from the Oregonian. Uh, two more questions for you, Kalen. Uh, I realize it's been a dead period over the last month for the most part until earlier this week. But what has the fallout been on the recruiting trail of the LA schools leaving the conference? And just what has what have you been hearing uh, from either your commits or the players you're recruiting? Because we saw earlier this week a player from Washington, a recruit from Washington, say that he was committing to USC in part because of conference realignment and them joining the Big Ten. Yeah, it, for us, uh, it really hasn't had an impact at all. And um, it really hasn't. Um, I've maybe had one conversation, and it was not something where it was really a player or a prospect. Uh, having strong questions or concerns it was just a discussion just uh just you know talking and asking kind of uh, just like everyone else does what uh what they see the future being and and at this point uh you know that's that's something i'm not in control of and um you know really hasn't affected us at all and lastly i, and I realize this is going to sound like a silly question but i promise it's actually serious if an opponent withheld the heights and weights of their players how would you view that as a coach like if game week against this opponent you look at the roster it's just names and numbers uh-huh how would you feel about that I mean I think it's just it's helpful and additional information that we use to understand what we're going to be up against but um, I mean I'm you know nowadays you can find the information you probably want somewhere you know and somehow and so uh, it's probably just a little more digging that we have to put into finding that information out so
Hey, Coach Kim Grinnells from dogman.com. Um, coming into a situation like Washington, now you've had a, a spring camp. I'm sure you had a list of things that you, you know, prioritized in fixing or changing, and some were easier than others. What's been the most difficult thing to change or implement uh, since you've been here so far and been through a, a camp? Um, it's a good question because I don't know if there's been something that's really difficult. Um, I have a number of staff members that have been with me, and uh, so that continuity makes the transition easy. Um, so you know that what's being said in the meeting rooms and how the summer workouts are going, because our strength staff, uh, a few of them I've worked with, and our head strength coach, Ron McKeefrey, who you know, not just is important to the strength piece, but also the culture piece in the off season. Um, you know, uh, I know what's being said pretty much daily uh, because we're on the same page and we've known each other for so many years. Um, you know, in the installation of things, uh, it's really gone seamless. I think uh, the evolving of college rules um, have allowed us to have a little more hands-on with guys and uh, be able to install things quicker than you could have maybe seven, eight, nine years ago. And so. Um, that's lent us to feeling confident that uh, when we step on the field next Thursday for our first practice, um, that uh, you know there's going to be a de depth of understanding of not just what that play is, but the details on how we're going to run it and how we're going to, you know, how we're going to execute. Just one more. When we talk to high school kids, they say that the biggest adjustment from high school to college football is the size and the speed of the game. You know, going from South Dakota, I know you spent some time at Wisconsin where it was quite a bit different, and now, you know, coming from Fresno State. How big of an adjustment is it for what you want to do with the size and the speed of the game? Um, you, you're asking the size and the speed. For well, just you adjusting what you want to do with different type of athletes that maybe oh. you've had in the past and playing opponents with a different type of athlete in the past. Yeah, I mean, I've been around, you know. Um, you know, I think what you always find is that there's great talent at all levels. Um, there's at the higher levels, there's more of them. And um, there's not the weak link position that you're going to attack like maybe you did at the smaller college level. Um, Everyone across the board, you know, at all positions is strong. Um, and so as far as our schemes, and um, I think they've been tried and true and are, you know, been a n number of different places. And, um, you know, I'm not worried. I guess I'm not really worried about that at all. It's not something that really crosses my mind. Um, you know, uh, we've played on the West Coast the last four to five years, have a pretty good understanding of what that looks like and the diversity that comes uh, with each program. And, uh and at different levels, and so I've uh, been out in the Midwest, uh, played you know, pretty much from coast to coast um, at the different levels. So um, I'm excited to see what, um, what, we, what we were able to accomplish this fall. Um, I'm very confident that, uh, that we'll continue to, uh, to build a brand of uh, Washington football, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams, that'll be fun to watch. Hey, Coach. Uh, Shahan J. Raja, CBSports.com. Uh, this was a team that two years ago was set to play in the Pac-12 championship game. Last year, obviously, a, a lot of turnover off the field. When you look at your roster right now, do you feel like this is a team that's closer to what it was two years ago or kind of what it was last year? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think uh, the biggest thing, and maybe this goes uh, back to one of the previous questions a little bit, maybe where the, the biggest difficult Culty has happened is just, you know, you, you got guys that have been through a lot, right? I'm the third head coach since 2000, uh, really 2000 being it, or 2019. 
um, and it's uh, it's turned over. And uh, you know, you got some guys that have had multiple position coaches, and so if there's any anything that's been hard, it's uh, it's just really understanding that these guys have been through a lot. And um, looking back and to answer your question, what uh, you know is really. Something that's comforting is, uh, you know, for example, the two guys I'm bringing with me today, Alex Cook and Jackson Kirkland. You know, guys on each side of the ball that were a part of a 2018 conference championship. You know, um, guys that are coming back for their sixth year, you know, and, uh, you know, they know what it looks like. And we have more players that are in that position as well that saw what it took and they know what this program stands stands for and, and what the expectations are and uh, they know what it takes to get there so um, I feel um, it's probably somewhere in between right uh, you know a championship uh, kind of mindset but really you know the doing part and the action part is the hard part because that's the day-to-day process that we're uh, in the middle of right now so um, you know, simplifying it down and just trying to focus on winning that day is what we try to do. Worry about the things we can control and make a name for the 2022 team. You've had so much success with quarterbacks uh, over your tenure. Um, what do you look for in a quarterback, and and how do you kind of develop them to the place where they need to be, especially when you've got different kind of talent profiles and skill profiles? Yeah. Well, you know, the quarterback drives our offense, and, uh, you know, you put position players and you recruit receivers and and these skill spots uh, for a reason, right? It's to be able to distribute the ball. And so that quarterback's got to be able to throw. Um, anything that they can do with their feet is just a an added bonus. Um, we obviously would, would love to have that, but we don't have to. Um, playmaking ability can come in a lot of different forms. And uh, to me, distributing the ball is the first form. Anything they can do, extending plays and things like that, uh, doesn't mean they're running for yards, but maybe they're keeping the play alive, eyes downfield. And, uh, and uh, you know, I can think of the past couple of years, our, some of our biggest plays have been when the, the initial play broke down. And so that playmaking ability is critical. Um, but, you know, the passing talent, that, the arm talent that comes along with being a great passer is, is key. And then just, you know, someone who's going to lead the charge, right? You need that toughness uh, as a football team. And, and I think the toughness your quarterback brings is where it all starts. Um, your offensive line, your defensive line, um, your defense as a whole, yes, very important. But, you know, um, the quarterback gets a lot of attention. We all know that. And, uh, you know, his resolve and his resiliency, his toughness is uh, critical to our success for sure. When you look at your other uh, head coaching stops, you know, where do you feel like over this offseason your team is on a progress curve versus maybe some of the places you've been before? Yeah, I would say um, – I would say, you know, they're all different, right? Um, my first job was a small college. It was a place I had been for five years. Um, that was an easy transition. I knew all the guys. Uh, the systems were all in, both sides of the ball, special teams. Um, more recently, I think I felt good about, uh, you know, uh, being at Fresno State. Um, then COVID hits, you know, and now everything, especially with putting in a defensive install that was going to be new, um, you know, that was changed. I feel like this is certainly the farthest we've been in really getting um, the culture piece together because we've been able to be around our guys all spring or winter, spring and summer as opposed to 2020, um, which allows you to, you know, not just uh, build that relationship that is important with each player uh, and as a team, but also be able to install the the schemes that we want to. And so, again, when we hit the ground running on Thursday for practice, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of reps that have been run by the players during the, the spring and also their summer workouts.
Hey, Kaylin, uh, Ryan Young with Rivals. What was your reaction when the USC and UCLA news came out? And I've mean, just gotten to the conference, and all of a sudden it's kind of thrust into some flux. How have you kind of uh, dealt with that? Yeah, I think that it's shoot in today's, uh, today's world of, of college athletics, college football in particular. Um, you expect the unexpected. Um, I think probably everyone was a little bit surprised, right? But you also know and expect that uh, things are going to change and they're going to continue to change. So um, you, uh, you take it in stride and you make the most of uh, the situation we're in. I feel like we're in a great spot at UW and, uh, you know, part of a conference that uh, has a lot of things still going for it. So, um, you know, we'll just, uh, those again are decisions that are kind of out of my control at this point. And, uh, you know, I'm just worried about uh, 2022 football season. Yeah, they're pretty, a pretty big last month recruiting-wise. What's been the process of establishing your staff on the recruiting trail and the response you've, you've seen so far? We, you know, just really proud of our staff, um, having a vision going back to when we first got together, uh, the first weeks in January. And, um, you know, we had, to, we had to put together, first of all, your 2022 roster, fill in the holes. Um, but then we really, you know, um, you know, really put our put our heads together and really did a great job of being thorough and understanding, you know, what we needed for 2023 and how we were going to do it. And uh, um, we've had a lot of success. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's obviously come down to the relationships that you build with these uh, gentlemen is finding the right fit, um, you know, that uh, that you want your program. And of course, they got to want to be a part of it. Um, we've uh, we've studied uh, what's been successful over the years at uh, University of Washington and, and when the great teams have have uh, have uh, happened um, you know where a lot of those players come from and just the tradition of you know where the, where the prospects come from geographically as well so uh, I think we've honed in on some really high character quality guys and uh, you know again probably why um, there's not really been a lot of concern um, or questions uh, from our commitments um, as to what uh, what is going on in the, the world of uh, realignment. So, um, you know, we're, we're in a good spot and uh, proud of our staff for having the vision and just uh, the work ethic to uh, to build those relationships. Thanks. Yep. Hey, Kalen, Dan Greenspan with the Associated Press. You hit on a little bit your experience at Sioux Falls. How different is life as an NAIA coach compared to an FBS level? Yeah, it, it's uh, uh, it's not even comparable, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but going through those times um, are what give me the most confidence to be able to, I guess, you know, you just you wear so many hats. You have so many different things that you do. I mean, you're you're. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I remember building lockers, right? My first year as a as a coordinator there. Um, you know, for your players and you're doing equipment and things like that. Uh, um, you're, you're the one, you know, from making copies to printing playbooks to, to doing it all. And so um, those times uh, you really understand the details and, um, you know, you understand uh, and appreciate what everyone, a part of your organization is doing and uh, how much work they're putting into their job. Um, and so um, I went trading my path for the world. Again, I've got a chance to see a lot of great coaches um, being an assistant over the last 15 years. And, uh, you know, that's uh, led to, to being at Fresno for, for a couple where uh, I've got a chance to, to again, reshape, uh, you know, who I am and, and what our teams are going to look like. And now I get a chance to do that at UW.
in these first few months at Washington, have you realized that there are differences even from one FBS school to another? Do you have different requirements, time management things that you're just now getting used to? Yeah, yeah, no question. I think, uh, you know, there's there's a greater involvement with the people. Um, there's a higher level of intensity with the recruiting. Um, you know, there's a, a lot more other things other than football that you're, you're involved with um, because there's more people involved. And um, I enjoy that. I enjoy being around the people. And, um, you know, again, hiring a staff that uh, can take care of those things the day-to-day um, and trusting that that progress is still being made and not having to micromanage them every single minute, um, you know, is, uh, you know, again, part of my, kind of part of my path and, and getting to know those people and having the trust in those people that I've hired. Thank you. Yeah. We've got about three more minutes here. Yeah. Hey there, uh, Kalen. Michael Lev with the Arizona Daily Star. As someone who, you know, came up through the ranks of you know, smaller colleges, uh, group of five schools, uh, et cetera. What do you make of the direction that the sport is headed now with super conferences, NIL, uh, maybe unlimited transfers, all of those things? Well, um, I guess if you really go to, you're talking about what the philosophy, right? And the philosophy is to uh, make this one of the greatest experiences of their life. And, um, you know, I think those experiences and, and giving these guys resources, so I think, again, NIL, is providing resources to to these guys and uh, you know continuing to do it and right the way and embracing it um, is something I guess has been uh, important to me um, because this is a positive for them and it helps their experience um, being able to transfer in the, the portal as much as I understand the the issues with a few of the things that are that have happened um, you know it's also again you know helping them in their limited years to play this sport, to get their education. It's, it's giving them a chance if that decision wasn't the right one or things changed since they've been at their university, um, doing it the right way and, and it's it, uh, hopefully going down in an in a, in a above board fashion. Um, you know, it gives them an opportunity to go make the most of their educational experience in their football time. Thank time you. for one more? Oh. Time for one more? Hello, Coach Kenneth Barry, Touchdowns and Tangents. Um, how big was it for you to get Jackson back and also to kind of keep that secondary together? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's huge. Um, not because he is huge, okay? <laughs> it's huge because, uh, you know, Jackson's a guy that bleeds purple. Um, you know, he his, his dad was a, a great, great football player at UW. Um, it's important place for him. Um, the conversations go back to January, early January, when this first all started happening, and it took a long time and uh, to, to evolve to where we knew he was going to be able to wear a Husky uniform again. And during that time, it's been really special seeing how um, how important this place is to him and how how great of a teammate he is, um, even during the waiting period uh, of, of finding out uh, what, what he could do and what it was going to happen. Um, you know, just seeing him have, the, again, the resiliency, having the, uh, the patience, um, while he continued to just focus on doing what he could do to help himself uh, be ready, you know, if, uh, if he was able to step on uh, Husky Stadium again and play ball for us. So, um, the DB position, um, guys like Alex Cook and, and Asa Turner and, um, and uh, you know, Mish Powell, um, their return um, is really important. And obviously it's a new system. 
Uh, but they've really picked up on it. They're very intelligent players, and uh, I'm excited to see them along with what our you know, havoc is uh, that we're going to cause up front and seeing uh, what we can do defensively. Um, but those DBs, having them back is really important, and I'm excited about it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Coach. You bet. Appreciate your time. You bet. Thank you.